Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. I'm Michelle Martin. Good Tuesday morning. Asia Pacific shares are trading mixed this morning following a night of record gains on Wall Street. Seoul is up two thirds of a percent. Tokyo is hovering near the flat line. And Sydney is in the red this morning. Shares of Asia Pacific oil companies are trading higher, meanwhile, on the back of a rise in crude prices. The big story of the morning, though, is in the digital, the crypto world. Joining me now to break down that story and all the market action is Ryan Huang. Good Tuesday morning. Morning, Tuesday. <laughs> morning. How's Michelle? My name is Michelle. Tuesday going? <laughs> what a Tuesday. Wow. All right. I think we get a sense of how Tuesday is going for Ryan. Listen, the big story this morning brings together the worlds of Tesla, the planet's most prominent electric car maker, and Bitcoin, the world's best known and most established cryptocurrency. Elon Musk's flagship company has bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin, and it says it will also begin to accept the cryptocurrency as payment for its cars. Ryan, what is behind this $1.5 billion buy. Yeah, B, not M, because it's a billion. That's huge money. And $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin is a huge vote of confidence for the cryptocurrency. And it's not a surprise for many of Tesla CEO Elon Musk's fans. He has been talking about Bitcoin for quite some time. Finally, he's revealed he has bought into Bitcoin via Tesla big time. And it's one of those interesting developments because it raises a lot of questions, right? Is it fair for someone to be talking up the stock or cryptocurrency for quite some time and then finally buy into it? Because he has essentially been cheering on his own investments. But so then you'd be one. buying at a higher price. He right? is. So he, a couple of days ago, tweeted Bitcoin, the people's coin. Yeah, so that is also an interesting part of the conversation, mm. right? Where you have someone of his position and influence being able to move markets. And uh, this is the first time an S&P 500 company, if you invest in the S&P 500 company, in the index or ETF, you are indirectly exposed to Bitcoin as an investment because uh, you are pretty much exposed to the volatility that now Bitcoin goes through because Mm. Tesla owns Bitcoin. And it's going to be interesting to see how much adoption it gets as a form of payment. And one reason why Tesla decided to buy it, uh, so much Bitcoin at least, is to have liquidity when someone transacts in Bitcoin. It can Mm. also have the monies or the back-end buffers for the exchange. So that is the one reason. The other reason it says it wants to maximize its returns on cash. So it's eyeing capital gains on Bitcoin. So it's expecting Bitcoin to go even higher. So who knows, it might happen. Uh, But this also raises the similar type of situation back in a few years when he tweeted about his stock price, that Tesla will go up to 420. That was when it was at 200. Mm -hmm. And he attracted quite a bit of regulatory scrutiny. Yes. And this is an interesting contrast as well because he has been tweeting about Bitcoin and now he's bought into it. So Maybe regulators will sit up and take notice. And of course, investors will be sitting up to take notice. It's a big move into the cryptocurrency space. Tesla's embrace of Bitcoin lends increased legitimacy to electronic currencies. And some analysts say it also fits with Elon's uh, maverick image. Mm. So how did Tesla's shares and Bitcoin's price react to the announcement? 
And no surprise, you've got fans of Tesla pushing up Tesla. It's up 1.3%, $863. So far cry from the 420 he tweeted about. So his tweet became material or at least became true. And looking at Bitcoin, that is pushing up higher in the past few hours. It's up 4 or rather 18% to over $46,000 per Bitcoin. So Bitcoin continuing to push up higher, and it's not just Bitcoin, it's Dogecoin as well. Dogecoin, your favorite coin. Now, don't forget, in its early days, Tesla shook up the status quo of the auto industry by direct selling to consumers, and that decision to cut out car dealers will make it easier now for the company to accept Bitcoins as a form of payment. And just by way of reference, how high is Dogecoin now? Well, the last I checked, it was around at eight and a half cents, right? That is from last week's two cents plus, right? Mm. And you've got not just Elon Musk tweeting for Dogecoin, you've got Snoop Dogg tweeting Snoop Doge. And (laughs) you've got Kissinger, Gene Simmons also saying, hold, and you go to the moon. So you've got a lot of influences behind Dogecoin, which actually is a... Start as a joke. <laughs> All right, let's turn to the broader markets. The Nasdaq jumped 1% overnight, the S&P 500 and Dow each rose about three quarters of a percent to finish at all-time highs. The Dow is on a six-day winning streak now, its best performance since August. So what is powering the rise? Yeah, so you've got a couple of factors. I think underlying everything is the idea for a reflation trade. And that is when things bounce back from sharp falls or plunge like we've seen in 2020 amidst COVID-19. And what's been happening overnight is energy companies are one of the outperformers. We've got Chevron helping the Dow go higher. Marathon Oil and Occidental Petroleum also among the top stocks pushing up the S&P 500. So that is alongside oil prices pushing to its highest levels in one and a half years. And that is amidst supply cuts as well as a brighter outlook painted by potentially more fiscal stimulus. Mm. And that is the focus this week. The proposal by Joe Biden for $1.9 trillion spending is going through Congress. You've got a couple of committees voting on various elements. So that is closely watched for well, being passed. And that is lifting prospects for the economy, for stock markets. And over last Friday, we had the jobs report painting a rather stagnant labor market for the US. So that adds even more urgency going into this week for that to be passed in as close as possible to $1.9 trillion. There's some mm. speculation we might not get the entire $1.9 trillion, but it might be still a big sum that will lift markets. All right, so winding back just a little, commodity prices are also pointing to renewed optimism in the global economy. Brent crude trading above 60 US dollars a barrel for the first time in more than a year. Copper and iron ore prices are on the rise as well, reflecting expectations of strong demand. I want to turn to corporate news now because there are a couple of stories that did catch my eye this morning. I want to start with two video game publishers, Electronic Arts and Glue Mobile. That's GLU Mobile. Now, many listeners may have heard of EA. I buy video games for my little brothers, so I know all about EA, one of the biggest gaming companies in the world. And it's famous for its sports titles like FIFA and NBA Live. So EA is buying Glue for 2.4 billion US dollars. What's behind the deal, Ryan? Yeah, like... What you've mentioned, Glue Mobile, it is a smartphone-focused game studio. So EA going big time into mobile. $2.4 billion purchase. So this will bolster its portfolio with mobile games like Design Home, 
COVID fashion, MLB tap sport, baseball. And coming out of COVID-19, we've seen people staying home, pretty much gaming more. So it is coughing up $12.50 in cash per glue share. So that is a premium of around 33% to the last closing price. And off the back of that, you've seen mm-hmm. um, EA shares in after-hours trading up 1.4%. So looking at EA, it is betting on a strong year ahead. And this, of course, on a couple of things, not just mobile gaming, also its existing title franchises like mm. FIFA 21 and Madden NFL 21. So gaming, apparently here to stay as people work from home. Am I the only one who doesn't game? Well, it's time for you to jump on board. What are you waiting for, Michelle? <laughs> and check out Glue Mobile. They make a number of games, including Kim Kardashian Hollywood. Uh, its shares have jumped 34% in the news in After Hours Trade. And as you heard, EA shares trading moderately higher. Next up, the Apple Car. We spoke about this last week, but it seems that anyone dreaming of owning an iCar is going to have to wait. So what's yeah. the latest? So those dreams have crashed for some fans or investors for Hyundai and Kia, because those two names were part of the conversation uh, that was speculated to come coming close to a deal with Apple to make an autonomous electric vehicle. So that has now officially been cancelled. Well, mm. at least they say they are not talking with Apple anymore. So with that news, we saw their share prices yesterday plunging, and we saw the Cosby intern being dragged down by 1%. Uh, interesting though, this morning we are seeing some bargain hunting behind those stocks. Um, for reference, Hyundai yesterday was down by 4.3%. And you've got shares of Kia that tumbled nearly 12.8%. So if you were looking out for automakers, that is an attractive entry price looking at Hyundai and Kia's drop yesterday. We talked a lot about retail stocks and the so-called meme trade on this show over the past couple of weeks. I, I don't know if it was you, Ryan, or it was someone else I was speaking to who said he's added Wall Street bets and other social media feeds to the list of required reading for the day. There is now a fund, though, that is trying to tap in on this Reddit buzz, and it's promising to monitor social media chatter for you and invest accordingly. Tell us more. Yeah, so this is actually very interesting because now you can trade what the social media crowd is trading through an ETF. And this will track the sentiment in terms of what people are talking about in the platforms like Reddit, Facebook, potentially Twitter. So what it's going to do is to scrub the internet universe for positive sentiment the most hotly talked stocks with positive sentiment. So the ETF will contain around 75 US large cap stocks um, with positive investor sentiment. So you could be looking at maybe Virgin Galactic as one of the top names. So you've got people you know, saying good things about it and then that becomes amplified. There's going to be an indication that there'll be the next hot stock. And based on that, they will buy into it in this basket. So it will be adjusted monthly. And it's an interesting idea when you think about how many of the hedge funds have already been doing this with their algorithms, their robots. They scrape the internet for buzzwords. They look at press releases for patterns. So now this ETF extends the retail trading crowd and access into this form of trading. Yeah, I read in the Financial Times that this is a new, the Van Eck Vector Social Sentiment ETF. It's actually sort of a revival of something called the Sprott Buzz Social Media Insights ETF. That ended March 2019. Now, I wonder if you know why that ended yeah, so after I three years. I was digging to this, yeah. right? After three years, um, apparently closed because one of the sponsors had a corporate alignment and they pulled out as a sponsor. So they didn't have enough backing 
or at least incentive to continue. And I think also part of the reason I was mm. looking at the first year performance for that ETF that closed down, uh, it didn't do as awesome or underperformed hedge funds and the broader index. And that's interesting because maybe now is the time for it to be shining when you look at how there's now a Reddit-driven frenzy, Wall Street bets, back then it wasn't there. Mm. So maybe now there's the retail clout that wasn't there when this earlier ETF was in place. That's a good point. So maybe it was ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the retail invisible hand maybe has gotten more stronger since 2019. Let's check in on local stocks now. The Straits Times Index started the week off on a positive note, jumping 0.8% to 29.31. How's the blue chip index doing this morning? Okay, looking at the STI, we are looking at a mixed picture across the region and the STI is in the green by 0.6% at 2,948. A couple of stocks might be worth watching and that includes Escort Residence Trust. This morning, we talked about divesting or it's announced a divestment of its service residence in China. $215 million to an unrelated third party. It will get back $110 million. So all this is part of an ongoing strategy to unlock value and redeploy in higher yielding investments. So far, looking at Escort, we are looking at it up 1% at $1.01. The other one we've been tracking for quite a few days is... Yoma Strategic, because of what's happening in Myanmar, mm. it makes most of its revenue there from its KFC franchise, its payment, its payment services and logistics services. It's extending its losses down 1%. So if it stays that way, it will be a five-day losing streak. Uh, what's also worth watching, SGX, mm-hmm. it's part of a joint venture, excuse me, of a joint venture to launch a bond Asian bond trading platform. And this, right now, SGX is looking at a rise of 0.4% at $9.87. And Taibev was the most heavily traded stock yesterday because of its announcement on Friday that it will be listing its brewery business in Singapore. So looking at Taibev right now, it is extending those gains with a jump of, well, it's now flat at least, or rather it's now returning those gains, 0.6% down at 83.5 cents. So that is the picture we have for the STI. Thank you very much, Ryan Huang there. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.